0: Uh, hello and welcome into a new edition of the Denver Nuggets Daily Podcast. I am your host, TJ McBride of Mile High Sports, and we got a crew to talk about the Nuggets game tonight. Uh, the Nuggets did end up just beating the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Grizzlies. Why did I write Grizzlies? This is where I'm at. It's actually the Dallas Mavericks. It's the Dallas Mavericks. It's, it's who the they Mavericks. played tonight. Um, the Nuggets beat the Dallas Mavericks, 126-118. to 118. Thank God for that dude over to the left. Mr. Brendan vote for helping me figure out who the Nuggets played tonight and what game we just watched. What's good, gentlemen? How are ya? That's it? I'm just reading my fire tweets on this. Are you really reading your own tweets, tweets instead of taking part in the podcast that we are currently doing? That's a fair criticism. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll, like I'll the put the most, my phone down. That
0: might be the most pompous I've ever seen you. For like the self-deprecating king, that was absolutely the most of a flex I've seen from you. Fantastic. I don't know what to tell you guys. Nuggets can't lose and I'm feeling myself. Oh, God. To the right is someone that is not Brennan Vote. thank God. It is Brandon Ewing, a.k.a. Skip, as we know him around here. Gentlemen, I am happy to be here, making my day debut this is the first time skip has been on the podcast and i'm very happy right now wait didn't you two do a podcast together your first podcast was with brendan yep. right my
1: first podcast was with brendan my second podcast this one that we are currently doing is with brendan that's well. pretty funny so, i'm sorry you have to deal if with you brendan ever so do so often. a third
0: podcast bro hit me
1: up <laughs>
0: i'm sure he will be there if i do a third actually, podcast actually you know what? this is what's funny is that brendan has a, a podcast called the full court press in which now you have no choice but to have brandon on well now i don't you exactly, because no I'm here and I put it, on, it the all on
1: the record and you have literally no choice It is anymore. on the record, it is in the air, and I cannot wait to join. There it is. Looking See, forward to it. He's already accepting <laughs> the non-invite, Audible and I'm so happy. Audible, Audible high five. Audible high five. I hope you heard it. Oh, God. <laughs> Through the
0: airways. Tonight's been weird. We've talked about Christopher Robin more than we've talked about most things. Like, it's just been one of those nights in the oh, Pepsi Center. I think we're all losing our minds a little bit, Yeah. Yeah, are we talking about basketball yet? I think what? we're talking about general life. Like, we're all just losing our minds right now when it comes to this season. It's getting to the dog days. Like, this is right before the holidays. We've, you know, 30 games in. You know what, though, man? It doesn't feel like the dog days because it feels like there's been three seasons in one with this nugget season. <gasps> that's why it's so That's why right. I can't remember who they played tonight. I know. I, I understand what you mean, but it's... I, man, I, I was telling you guys this earlier. It really feels like, for me, since I moved here, eight out of ten games in this building are just wild. Just really, really fun,
1: regardless of the outcome. And tonight definitely was another another example of that. Oh, for sure. I totally agree. This is my first year covering the team, actually coming to the games and whatnot. And just every single game seems like it's so tiresome for the people watching, for the guys playing, for the people covering it, just because every game is so high intense. Whether it's offense, defense, it just seems like both teams are going at each other, especially in the Western Conference. So it's definitely a... Fun team to cover, so I'm uh, I'm enjoying it. Skip, I love you, man, but you are quiet. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm people. I'm sitting right next to the microphone. And and he's you still saying I'm quiet. I'm as loud as, as, as I can be.
0: Skip's a little too quiet. TJ's a little too loud. Dare this I, is why we work so media. well. Dare I this say is, I'm just right? No, no, no. I do not say that. I think we bounce are out, and you're just like chaotically in the corner doing something right, like. All right, can we talk about basketball? Oh, yes, Nuggets play tonight. (laughs) Okay, so what we're going to get into is Jokic dominated tonight, thoroughly dominated this game. Uh, Jamal Murray had a career-high night in terms of assists. He broke his assist record in the first half. Um, we'll talk about monte morris being a splash brother apparently and hitting everything in sight and how the nuggets defense is really closing out games and then we'll look ahead and we'll take our picks for the remaining games in december and see where the nuggets kind of look at from there before we get into all of that though let me give you one quick word from our sponsors over at terrapin care station and also go check out rod simba and the regulators production crew on instagram for all of the beats that you hear on the intro and outro of this podcast Um, we are back. It is time to actually dive into all this Nuggets game, and we have to start with Nikola Jokic because when you come out and you put up 32, 16, 4, 3, and 1 in a game and shoot over 50% from the field, that is an absolute dominating game. What did you guys think? Just let's just start with you, Skip. Uh, Brandon Ewing, Skip, as we he right. is going to be known around here. What were your thoughts when you were watching Nikola Jokic tonight?
1: I just thought that he was aggressive and he just he took the game over like he should with uh, so many guys out and just you could tell that you know whoever was guarding him it didn't matter especially when Dwight Powell came yeah. into the game. He just he just it's completely asserted himself, went to the basket and he he made some threes tonight too, which is really encouraging the last few games he's been working on his shot from beyond the arc, so it's it's nice to see that shot finally falling as well as the points in the paint which he just did a a dominating job on the Mavericks side. They just had no recipe to stop him whatsoever. It's funny Jordan, is. it's it's a bad matchup for Jordan. Jokic typically
0: schools those like overly physical athletic yeah. dudes. I don't know if he's like using that against them or whatever with his sort of savvy craftiness but uh, yeah Jordan was in foul trouble and like you said Dwight Powell. Just poor Dwight oh, Powell. D- poor Dwight oh, Powell. Man. He had absolutely no up <laughs> Like it was brutal. Like he's gonna go home and have nightmares for the next month about playing against Nikola Jokic. And I, I think, it's funny man, all the media members we've talked about this okay what would it take just narrative wise we weren't saying he was there what would it take for Jokic to sneak into an MVP conversation <laughs> well we said it was going to take him dominating with with all the starters out it takes 32 16 4 3 and 1 that's, that's what it takes yeah, so. gentlemen i'm i'm seeing an mvp ca- he's not the most viable player in the league in my opinion but we're seeing him play like one And he's getting towards that trajectory. Like, it's not crazy to put him as a part of that conversation anymore. And don't you guys feel too... I don't know, man. There are guys that put up 34 and 15 or whatever he did. I can't... But how many guys make it look as soft and easy as Jokic? Does soft is too? the wrong word. It's just like, it's all finesse. But it's like, um, what I'm saying is, it's almost quiet. Like, he, maybe more so than any player in the league, do you look up and go, oh yeah, he's got 30, yeah. 30 oh, yeah, and 10. Well, I think beyond yeah. that, too, it can be soft, like you said, and it could also be more impactful than Harrison Barnes having 30 points tonight when we didn't even realize. Yeah, you know true. what I mean? Like, yeah. his 34, 18. This numbers on numbers every single part of that was directly important to the nuggets winning this game tonight harrison barnes like his 30 didn't count for anything it felt like you know what i mean yeah i agree
1: yeah no i agree and I can't remember what the stat was exactly, but he had 16 boards tonight, and I'm pretty sure like six of them came on the offense. I think you're league. right. I think it was. So he was. It wasn't just yeah, defensive. Yeah, six offensively. In another stat tonight that was big is he had a game high in steals. He had three steals tonight, which was yep. the highest of any on either team. And there was a number of times where I just seen him getting his hands in the passing lanes and just leading. One time he got his hands in the passing lane. I think it was Brunson or someone was trying to throw a cross court pass, and it led to an easy transition layup from Malik Beasley. So it's just that kind of stuff that he's doing that goes in the stat sheet, but kind of people just forget. But he's affecting the game that way too. He's just doing it so many different ways it's awesome i'm glad you
0: brought that up i feel like he's low-key clutch defensively and, and and i say that because <laughs> i love this, I love this uh, tape. especially with the starters out and and i think this is the right thing to do he has been selective with his effort not just in terms of conserving himself but in terms of staying out of foul trouble mm-hmm. like you literally see him go well i'm not blocking that shot so yeah. i'm not drawing this foul yeah. but he will it seems like down the stretch of games like he comes up with one big blocker steal like when he really needs to it's yeah. just an engagement level, right? Like it just defensively for the past four years, the Nuggets have not cared about defense. Like it was never an opportunity for them to be good at it. So no one exerted their maximum effort mentally or physically on that side of the floor. When Nikola Jokic is mentally there defensively, he can do almost whatever he wants positionally because he does his work early. He's always in the right spots defensively now. And you and I talked about this. I think the last time we were on this pod together, it Which just, has been a lot recently. It <laughs> <We> feels <laughs> like um, it feels like he gets it that that is just as important. Yes. From him, right? Mm-hmm. That he cannot be the weak link. Weak link because it's not this great defensive personnel. It's just this solid team effort, and he recognizes that he has to be a part of that. But. um you know, look, it's been a little spotty since the starters went out. But, again, I think it's selective effort, and I appreciate that. Here's a good stat that I found earlier talking to Adam Ades today at Denver Stiffs. Shout out to Adam Ades. I'm so happy to say his name. I like to say it a You're hello. still kind of. I, I still <laughs> fuck it up, but yeah. I, I try, and that's the important part to me. Uh, but we were talking about that um, Nikola Jokic, it's gotten to a point with him now that we don't even have an idea of how good he can be. Like it's gotten to the point where we're all underselling how good he can be as a player. Maybe, and I think other bloggers from other teams and around the league would probably think we're too high on him. Oh, but completely. It, completely. But if, if you're here night in and night out, it does feel like every time you've got a grit, grasp on how good this dude is, you go, well, he might be even better.
1: Yeah, no, and to your point when you're talking about the fouls earlier, it's another thing he's improved on because tonight we saw he had four fouls in the third quarter, I don't think he picked up arm on the rest of the game. Point, and, right. and, and you couldn't even tell what the defense he was playing. Like you said in years past, like he might not try to block a shot or try to steal, just give the guy the easy layup. you couldn't tell tonight though. Even though he had four fouls, he was still playing sound <laughs> defense. He was giving his all out there and it was just, he didn't even care how many fouls he had. And those two fouls he got were pretty tough. Oh, to those were up. awful calls. Like, like, I'm not one to bash officiating. Those were atrocious calls. Yeah, it, it's tough when you get it like 30 seconds apart like that. Especially yeah. one on offense, one on defense. But he just didn't let effective. And
0: Credit to Malone for having Jokic play in that third quarter again after having four fouls mm-hmm. that's a hard decision to make how depleted they are for sure but also like it i'm sure if we asked him he'd say look i don't have a choice yeah, they, they need the him to, needs needs be to be out on the floor. Yeah. So I, 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 like what Brandon said. <laughs> <Credit>. <laughs> Sorry, Brandon just accidentally launched the, the right shoestring I... in his hood straight into his eyeball. Wait, some and Tried I, to play I, it off, I and there catch, was no way don't. I was not gonna not laugh. Well, I could that. have gotten away with it because it's a podcast. <laughs> if it wasn't for you meddling kids! <laughs> but you called me out. All right, next topic. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I want to ask this question. One question about Jokic before I move on. Did you guys each expect him to step up in this way? Yes. Like we all knew he could. Yes. Did you expect it though?
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like he—he he didn't have a doubt. You can tell that he wants to. He wants to take this team over, and he's—he's he's showing it with everybody out. He's just putting the shot attempts up, and he's doing a—he's doing a darn good job in the process. Yes, he is, yes as he a, is. as I'm
0: pretty sure Harrison Wind is getting ready to write about. <laughs> um, he he that he's stretch to close, by the doorway right now. <laughs> that, that that stretch to close the season last year. We saw that's what he's capable of, yeah. and he's doing it again. Yeah, I mean, Nikola right now is, over the past, um, I believe it's eight games, his defensive rating individual is 103. Like, that's insane! Uh, No Mason Plumlee, but he's been pretty good. Well, that's true. Um, Let's move on, though. That's a lot about Jokic. Um, I'm sure he'll pop, pop up again later, but Jamal Murray tonight, 13 assists in the first half. Thirteen, that I, I I kept watching them rack up, and I was just having trouble comprehending how this was happening. You know, he did a really good job. I thought of of handling the prep. Like they were sort of trying to trap and, and and force turnovers and like early decisions when he in the pick and roll. And I thought like at times we've seen Jamal panic in those situations. And I thought tonight he was calm, he was collected, and he made the quick read. It's the right way that you mm-hmm. said that too, because I asked Mason Plumley what's allowed him to close so well, which is a little bit separate. But he was like, he's making great decisions, and that's what all of this comes down for to sure. for me. He's not forcing anything anymore. Like he's not. Like, and you know what, man? He might again. I mean, Jamal yes, is—he's a gung ho guy. He's but a gunner. Like he's gonna make that decision. We and and not just us. I mean, Malone has been vocal about this. He needs to get better as a point guard tonight. He was pretty damn good. He was really good I at mean, oh, sure. 15 assists tonight.
1: Oh, yeah. he was. It always seemed like he was finding the open guy. No matter who he was, he was finding the open guy. Yeah. And a testament to those guys for making shots, too, and helping him get those assists. That's he the thing, for, sure. for shooting well tonight. I thought a decent defensive night, as well, for a guy who I don't always say that about.
0: That's, that's, a, that's a good point, too. J.J. Barea, 4 of 11. Luka was 5 of 15. He had a very good game, but 5 of 15. Mm-hmm. Jalen Brunson, 4 of 7, 8 points, whatever. You can live with that. Can we talk about Luka for, for a second? Yeah, I'm so the talking cow. about Luka, that first, like the first probably seven minutes of the game was probably as much fun as I've had in terms of just like a basketball nerd of watching guys play. Like Luka
1: and Jokic on the floor together was just gorgeous. Oh, for sure, they were just dominating, and the fact that he get the free throw line so much and then yeah. be, be effective when he gets there is going to help. And of
0: twelve from the free throw line tonight. Yeah. To me, it's the reads he makes in that spread pick and roll. Like you, if if I didn't know he was nineteen, you could not oh, convince like me. That
1: first pass he made in the first quarter, where he just threw it over his head. For oh, sure, and oh
0: and you know what, man, I don't. I mean, I think there's a fair amount of feel and intuition there, but it also to me seems like IQ. Like yeah. this is a guy who's yeah. reading the defense. He's coverage. surgical. He's and, not instinctual. He's surgical for sure. And and sometimes he would even like almost reject the action. Like they were set up to run the pick and roll, but he already saw the weak side defender yeah. helping out of the corner, and he has that two hand over the oh, head sling. Dude, he was. I was nervous in that first quarter from the Nuggets' perspective that it was yeah. going to be a tough game. I'm surprised they didn't play him more. I mean, he ended up playing 34 minutes, but I mean, I would have pushed him more with how well he was playing in this game. I'm surprised Carlisle didn't. To me, it's just like I would have run the spread pick and roll like every, every single. I know it's not how it works, time. but I would have done it. Well, no, yeah. it's like the whole football cliche: if they can't stop it, keep running. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you do, it works. Yes, and yeah. that was working, man. Like the Nuggets had no answer, and Torrey Craig. Like there was, I was sitting next to a couple scouts, and then Rat was next to me as well, and Everyone kept being like, wow, that was good defense. That's good defense. Oh, and he and he made the shot. Like, it's just like over and over again. You were like, you can't play him better, but he was still just operating however he wanted to. It was incredible. And I've always felt like, especially when you're in person, the, the stars in this league, they just look different physically. Mm-hmm. Something about the way they move. It's yeah. just they stand out, right? And, and he... I mean he stands out. Well yeah. he's a real 6'8". Like he is not like that there is no fluff there when they, when they put out his no, measurements. Man, he's, he's stocky, man. He's got yeah. he's got a good one. Oh, dog he's dog stocky? Well, well he could he could lose some weight. <laughs> <laughs> For we all should have I, I get <laughs> drunk and eat too much pizza too. I can't complain about these things. I can't. Yeah. No, I just you know. But this is a Denver Nuggets podcast. Let's get back to Jamal Murray. That was that. But you're right. Luka was incredible tonight. The part I want to talk about with Jamal Murray is not as a sis anymore. Him it, is he becoming the closer of this team? Like, is are you willing to call it a legitimate closer? Like the closer for the Nuggets?
1: Oh, I, I think you can legitimately say that just because he comes, he becomes a dog in the fourth quarter, man. He really like, does. like, like he wants the ball. He wants to score, and if someone's going to come get him, he's going to hit the guy, right guy for the pass, just like he showed tonight. But tonight, man, he was scoring the last two games. Would you say 25 points the last two games in the yeah, fourth so quarter? Yeah, so he had like, 15 against
0: Toronto, and then he had 10 tonight in the fourth quarter. Over the last four games that he has played, in the fourth quarter, he is averaging 10 points. Yeah. And look, he might miss the big shot, but he is never afraid to take the big yes, shot. and that's so important. I think, I mean, right now I do think it's still sort of a by-committee thing, right? I mean, they've sort of been whoever has the hot hand or whatever. Um but I think it's been clear for a couple of seasons now that the actualized version of Murray, should we see it, is, is definitely the closer for this team. He's out closed. Like to me, like when he goes toe to toe that. Kyrie, yeah. guys like Damian mm-hmm. Lillard. To yeah. me, that's like Lillard's signature things. In the fourth, I'm like, yeah. I want no part of that. Yeah, and yeah. Murray wants every part of it. Well, it's Dame time. I mean, he has yeah. his own damn like celebration, for which is a stuff. lot cooler than the arrow thing. But shouts I'm to Murray, you. he's been balling. Although it. tonight oh. I was okay with it because Wesley Matthews also shoots the arrow, and I hate Wesley Matthews for like literally no reason. Like I just do not like watching him play basketball. And it was very nice to see Jamal Murray shoot a couple back at him tonight. Yeah, so I just could have been. I could have like, done without two grown men. Exchange, <laughs> 100%. Yeah. That's you? for okay, sure. No, I'm, I'm done talking about this. That block that he had on Wesley Matthews. Oh, the like, block he and the, stole, the Euro step. Yes. Oh, man. He stole the, the soul step. out the of step. Wesley Matthews. Like, Wesley Matthews, it, he no longer controls his own fate. That is now Jamal Murray's life that he owns. That's a big-time defensive play, too, yeah. man. And in that oh, time sure. in the game, like, that was the moment that they grabbed hold of that game and just ran away with
1: it. Oh, yeah. They, they ramped it up in the fourth quarter defensively. I mean, it was the lowest point total in a quarter the Mavericks scored all game with only 23 so I mean Denver just ramped it up when they had to and Jamal Murray's a big part of it I think this is the sort of like Murray's a little feast or famine right now and I think it was
0: 21 that's right so eventually I think it's gonna be way more feast than famine but you know look he's the same guy who sometimes we point fingers when the wheels fall off in the fourth quarter but the flip side is you get games like this where you go all right, man. Go ahead, kid. Just like, just go eat. Yeah, like, do whatever you And, every and this team is perfect for Jamal. Like, if Jamal buys into the team, this team is perfect for Jamal because Gary Harris is not going to demand the ball back from Jamal. Like, Nicole Jokic is going to continually keep setting him up. Will Barton, if Jamal is hot, will continually find spots for for Jamal to keep eating. My disagreement there is just that I, and, and this is not to knock him so much as if we're trying to optimize him, I do yeah. think Murray's better off ball, but. No, that's what I'm saying. To your too. point, a healthy Will Barton, well, he and you get is, a little more of that. I, I still think that when Will comes back healthy, he will be the de facto point I guard, think so. even when Jamal Murray is starting at point guard. Oh, I think so. Him. But but this is this stretch has been important. If Murray is going to develop in that regard, these these like sort of growing pains are going to be in a very important phase in high Yeah. You got any thoughts on Jamal's closing or his assist game tonight? No, I I just.
1: I love the fact that Jamal wants the ball in that part of the game. I love the fact that if they have a technical free throw or they want someone fouled late in the game, he's the guy that wants to step to the line yeah. and shoot that shot. Because those, we, we've all played sports. We know those aren't easy. When are yeah. in that part of the game, especially when there's 18,000 fans in the crowd, and he just he thrives in that moment, he wants it, and it's a big reason why the Nuggets won tonight because yeah. of his play. Second half tonight, he played 18 minutes, 7 of 10 from the field, only took
0: one three, made it, had five rebounds, two assists, and 16 points. It's efficient. Like, <laughs> dude, that's, a great job. you can't ask for anything more than that. Alright, let's move on. Monte freaking Morris, man. Big game Tay, as he is officially known after you asked that question tonight, Brendan. He confirmed big game Listen, is still alive. His mom likes Man Man, you know, he's got Tay. Yeah, I'm not gonna go. I'm with not man I like Man Man. Big Game Tay <laughs> is man, man. perfect for him. I man, he's a he's a big game, big he time player. Gamer, man. This is not just your your run-of-the-mill role player, man. This mm-hmm. guy's got more to offer and we're seeing it. We talked about Murray closing the game, but this is the second game in a row Mm -hmm. where you go, okay, Monte in the fourth. We need a big bucket, or the the Nuggets need a big bucket. He hit that huge three tonight. Yeah. Had that elbow or, like, floater elbow area. He never misses a floater. Those days, it's, like, automatic. And, Skip, you said this earlier. Don't you feel like at this point, like, he's up quickly rising the power rankings for confidence in a wide-open shot? Oh, wow. yeah,
1: like... You're just like, oh, this is going in.
0: Oh, yeah, but any Nuggets
1: player right now, if Monte's shooting a wide-open three, mid-range, anything, I think it's going in, man. He's just so confident in everything he does, and you can just... I mean, he's a second-round steal at this point, man. He's he's incredible this year. I You know, this might be a little bit of a stretch, and I guess apparently the Nuggets people are too high
0: on Monte or whatever if you ask Lakers Twitter. but and, <laughs> well, They're wrong, so he, don't worry. Yeah, I think there are some teams he could start on for sure, and... and, and like all these sort of questions we had about him, draft time, can uh-huh. he defend? Can he create for himself? Can he? Will he take big shots? The answer is yes, yes, yes.
1: Yeah, no. Just anytime he's on the court, he just commands the team. And I could tell if there was a huddle, he would command the huddle. I think that it speaks a lot to him playing four years at college, because I know that that just builds a player's mindset and confidence. And he, and he's shown it, man. Like he. I only played three games last year, and this year he's just closing games and he's just stepping up in big moments. It's phenomenal, man. It's incredible to see. I just looked up on
0: Synergy to see what his catch-and-shoot numbers are because he's been – just from the eye test, he's looked so good in that regard. Uh He's in the 96th percentile as a catch-and-shoot jump shooter. Wow. He's in the 99th percentile for guarding. And I'm sure it's not shots. a ton of frequency, but you're you know forty nine I mean, possessions over yeah. thirty games. I mean that's that's enough that's, to that's, look that's, into. Mm-hmm. No, he's been incredible. Also, he's quick. Like he just blows by people straight up, which I did not know was a. Well, part it's of it's so interesting because like he's not explosively athletic, but the second <laughs> you get you, he gets the, the defender leaning. Like if he gets the smallest little ability to exploit something in his defender, he's just gone.
1: Yeah, and he just he sees the game so well. I mean, we, we know when we talked to him after the game, just he can replay everything in his head so perfectly what happened. I think it was after the Thunder game he was telling us of how he was going against Schroeder, and he was mm-hmm. going to drive past him, but he realized he was opposition, pulled back, and just shot the jumper man. He just sees the game so well. He's been yeah. there before. He knows what to do. It's just the game slows down when he's out there, and you can't, you can't say that for everybody. You can tell when you see guys out there and the game's a little too quick for them when it's out there. It slows down. He knows what he's doing when he has the ball in his hand, and it's worked well for the Nuggets. And you're right
0: about him closing. 11-4-3-2 in the second half tonight. Right. Like, he, he mm. hit, hit the bulk of his production tonight came in the second half. Let me ask you guys both this. I'll start with, I'll start with you, Skip. What is the realistic ceiling for Monte? Because I've had a lot of trouble trying to figure out the answer to this question.
1: Man, I don't know, I just... It's a weird one to look at, isn't yeah. it? You know
0: what, guys? I—I Here's my Monte thing. I actually think he's already close to his ceiling. But that's yeah. not to say... But that's also sort of... That's precisely what the pleasant surprise I is, agree. right?
1: That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, if this is his career, what he's playing like now, he's going to have a phenomenal NBA career, man. Oh, yeah. He's, he's so consistent every single night. I mean... Top-tier backup guy, right? And, oh, for and, sure. Yeah. And Talk to your backup guy who can start when you need him. It would be
0: like I, I wouldn't say like okay, is he going to get you more than twenty points? Is he going to have an even better assist to turnover ratio? Like no, <laughs> this is probably close to his ceiling. But he—that's the thing—is his floor and his ceiling are awfully close. Yeah, and but the floor is hot. That's precisely, yeah. and that's what makes him so valuable right right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right though. I think I think there are teams he could start for. It wouldn't be advantageous as if like oh thank God Monte's our starter, but like it, you're not going to be worse but having Monte as a starter right, out there yeah.
1: flat out um anything else on Monte either of you no man it's just he's probably going to do it in the next game just wait for it slash brothers shooting 45.3% <laughs> from 3 at Love some point it. like Love at some it. point
0: we have to stop being and like wow Monte on the podcast and stuff cuz like this is just a part it, of the like it's, just a, normal, experience. it's yeah. a regular yeah. thing 53rd yeah i know it's like, crazy That's it's insane the fact that like the fact he didn't play it all last year he had the same amount of minutes tonight as he played all last year it's crazy. Like the, I just can't believe it's going on. Um, Nuggets defense closing this game, man. Yeah, I, I think this has been the story of this run. Even when things were going well for the Nuggets earlier in the season, the fourth quarter felt very precarious. Yes. Like the wheels are ready to fall off. And now it looks a little better offensively, but it looks great defensively. And even in a game like tonight, where they struggled through three quarters, they clamped down in the fourth. And they are sort of they're sort of like taking the the question of how do we run our half court offense in the fourth out of the picture by saying we're just going to be the best defensive <laughs> yes. team we possibly yeah, can. Yes.
1: No, and they do a great job making those clutch blocks like Murray had tonight, and then transitioning it to a big bucket. And it usually mm-hmm. just puts the, point, net, the nail in the coffin. Yeah, the sort the of the momentum pusher. Because yeah. like last game, it was the it was the Plumlee block. Today it was the Murray block and the Euro step, and it pretty much just puts the nail in the coffin, man. That that's tough to come back from when you're trying to fight back in the game, and they get a big defensive play and then follow it up with an offensive bucket.
0: Man, I feel like a cheerleader right now, but like, how can you have anything negative to say? We'll get there again, I'm sure. But well, there's always bad things that like come up, but... and like they were staying struggled with turnovers tonight. Like, there's always like small little things, but. You can't look at that second half and the way that they handled themselves and not be anything but just stunned at how resilient this team is. You know what I realized tonight? I forgot how injured they were halfway through that game. Because I was like, oh, this is just the Nuggets. It was the foul trouble that made me realize. I was like, oh, wait, if Malik and Tori are both out, there's no
1: one left. Like, there's not really other bodies that remain. Yeah. No, and the... And a credit to those guys for stepping up, man. Because yeah. like, because we can't, we can't even tell because guys like Torrey, guys like Malik, guys like Wancho, guys like Nick Young. Nick even Young deserves there. some
0: love for that for sure.
1: Yeah, they're they're stepping up. They're making the most of their opportunity, and it, it's a huge credit to them. And that's why the Nuggets are uh, on a four-game winning streak right now. Faceless army outside of Jokic. Yeah, man. Yeah.
0: Uh, that defense, though, so they held the they held the Mavericks in the second half to 37% from the field, 23% from three-point land, and then they forced them into six turnovers when they only had eight for the whole game. It was awesome. Like they were like, The Mavericks were 0 of 8 from 3 in the fourth quarter. It should be noted, by the way, the Mavericks are a horrific road team. They are. You're 100% and, right. And, but but also, the Nuggets were super injured, and, and it's again, it's more about the process, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I, that's why I loved this sort of topic question. The way they buckle down in the fourth, yes. that's the type of stuff you love to see.
1: Yeah, yep. and that, that's what good teams do. They find ways to win, yep. and that's what they've been doing lately, and the defense is a huge credit to that.
0: And also, like the Mavericks, well, yes, you're right, they're a bad road team. They're 12-4 and four in their last 16 games, and then in addition to that, this is the kind of offense that kills the Nuggets defense. A spread pick and roll Truth. with great finders mm-hmm. and a lot of shooters around them. And that's probably, to this point, the league's best bench, not on paper but in production, mm-hmm. against a depleted bench. Yeah. And they were, and and I thought <laughs> as Nikola Jokic looked at tonight before they we started to talking to tonight. <laughs> yes, so, man, you're 100 um, percent correct. Yeah. I, I I could not agree with you more. Um, so coming up next, I start going over the schedule real quick. So they're going to have three days off coming up here. Then they're going to have two practice days in that stretch, and then on Saturday at 3
1: p.m. they're taking on the Clippers in Los Angeles. Win or loss? I'm gonna go with a loss. It's tough to it's tough to go win with that one. It's a tough time slot at that three. At three p.m. on a Saturday in LA and they, on a, after they, after they've having the day already off. went in there and won this exactly. year in a yeah. tough game. It's tough to do that twice against a good team. I think it's gonna be a good game, but it's gonna to be tough to pull it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm taking LA nightlife over the Nuggets in that game for sure because they're gonna have a
0: Friday night after a day off in LA before playing at three p.m. on Saturday. Like that's not going and look, to look, man. Go too this cl- I think everyone's like waiting for them to fall off, and they probably will. But this Clippers team is good. If yeah. you're not playing your A game, or if you're injured. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could lose that game. They are sliding, so we'll see. It's going to be more interesting because right. of that, but we'll see. Um, so we're all in an agreement that's a loss. Uh, they'll have three days off after that again. So they're going to have one game in seven of rest, days. A lot of
1: rest, a lot of That's a lot of freaking rest. And by the
0: way, I want to throw out there, we're probably not there yet, but this game you're about to mention... We may be getting towards Will Barton time. Yep, I was just about to say that because we're looking. Yeah. I think it, I don't think it'll be the game in San Antonio. I, I think it'll be Friday. when they come home Agreed. to play them again. Mm-hmm. Maybe so, on a minutes restriction, maybe off the bench, but yeah. I think we're getting there. Yeah, I'm yeah. um, getting a little ahead of ourselves. But three days off, and then on. So the day after Christmas, 6:30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time in San Antonio against the Spurs. Day after Christmas, give me a dub. Yeah, give me a
1: dub. Yeah. I'm, feel, I'm feeling good about that. It's one. funny.
0: I'm on the same page. They'll have one day off, come back home and take on the Spurs in Denver. Give me a dub. See, I hey. will not. I, they're going to lose one of those games. San Antonio will not play the Nuggets in consecutive games and lose both of them. I do not believe that's oh, a possibility. No.
1: I, th- I think they can do it, and it's really, it's really tough to pick against this Nuggets team at home. And I think I it's, yeah. it, it's
0: historically can... difficult to beat a team twice. like Yeah, if you're going to take them, you got to take the road game. But here's yeah. my thing. I mean, right now, I feel like the best avenue to beating the Nuggets is to go off from three. Dallas did tonight. Yeah. I, San Antonio shoots a bunch of mid-range shots, man. Like, like it. If 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 the Nuggets don't have to play catch up, yeah, you know true. I mean. It's I think that's point. a good it's if they're threes ball, you pretty much got it. You're yeah. right. and their defense when they have LaMarcus Aldridge on the floor is absolutely disastrous. Oh yeah, and yeah. They if no they
1: Nuggets. can slow him down just a little bit offensively, yeah. I mean they're they're sitting. Pretty... Oh, see, my thing is Who let Demarcus Rose and eat forever.
0: Who yeah. cares, Jokic on that team? LaMarcus, probably. yeah. So yeah, or Pau Gasol is he even healthy right now? I need to go back and look. I haven't watched enough Spurs. They're, they're, they're not that fun to watch when they're really they're talented. They're a tough watch for me this year. And they're really rough they this see. I, I haven't watched a lot of them. So do you guys watch. both have them winning both of those Spurs games? Both maybe seems like, you know what, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, okay. think,
1: I think they will. So
0: then sure. after the second Spurs game, it's a back-to-back in Phoenix to finish up the month.
1: guess the Suns. If they lose at the Suns, they would be very angry. I think they feel the same way. Yeah. I think they would be angry if they lost as well, and I think they will get up... I know that this, it's in Phoenix, correct? Yeah. So they're not going to yeah. have... Phoenix won't have that big of a crowd, we know that, so they're going to have to get themselves up, but I think they will, and I think they'll pull it out.
0: Last time DeAndre Aiton guarded Nikola <laughs> such a good wow, point. Wow, 11 so... for 11. Let's never... It was, turnovers perfect it, was,
1: it was worse than the Dwight Powell. It was. It was, it was it absolutely I, was. I,
0: I've, I've said this before. I don't care if that's the Phoenix Suns, the Perth Wildcats, my friends at the YMCA. 11 for 11, 30 plus trip dub with zero turnovers. Yeah. Yeah. Give me, give me Denver in that. Player game. development coach Steven Graham does better defending Nikola Jokic when they're warming up. For sure. The DeAndre oh, okay. Dave, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, You know what I loved about that game, too? Jokic isn't typically the I'm going to take this matchup personally guy. He, he to was like, you fuck know fuck what? I'm going to yeah. school this kid. I'm like going to school this
1: kid. First time gets the ball and tries to back him down he's like oh it's going to be one of those nights <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%, 100%, 100% which is exactly what happened tonight by the way and it was
0: amazing um, that is it do either of you have things you want to plug I will start with you Brendan just denverstiffs.com biggest best Nuggets community on the web that was the that was the nicest
1: least impactful like plug sure, you've ever right. had with me Oh, that was amazing. What about you, Skip? Hey, all I'm plugging here is B underscore Skip 17 for your fantastic Nuggets tweets, a little Titans tweets, and then some tweets about my dog from here and there. And and, and, and,
0: and Ultra Boost.
1: Ultra Boost. Specifically Ultra Boost. Oh, and if you like a lot of pregame warm-up shoes, you definitely want to follow (laughs) me because I will hook you up with the pregame warm-up shoes.
0: Not that my endorsement means anything, but you have mine. Brandon's a good Twitter follow. It's true. No, it's true.
1: So yeah, Brendan is B
0: vote 422. We have B underscore Skip 17. Is that right? That's Man, right. I, can, I remember that. Um, and then you can follow me at TJ McBride NBA. Go check out Mile High Sports for everything. There's a post-game up already. This podcast will be up shortly. There's a good, bad, and ugly. We're going to have the starting five going up in the morning from Skip as well. And you know what? They're not here, but I'll say it for them. Check out BSN. Harrison, Wynn, Christian <laughs> Clark. Just subscribe. Did I just pass out? And, like, Nick, Nick Cosmeter at The Athletic. <laughs> Mark Kislip never posts. No, okay. We've Bro. got two <laughs> Uh, All right, I'll see you guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Please go rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe. All of those numbers add up for some reason, and I'm cool with it. But again, thank you guys so much for listening. It means the world to us, and we will talk to you shortly um, with something interesting in the near future. Have
1: a good one.